McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. Hello again, everybody. Hour number two of the big program. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, part of the uh, Front Porch Media Group. We appreciate that. Uh, hour number one, if you missed it, go back and grab it on the website or the app. The app, by the way, is available on the uh, iTunes App Store or the Android store you can get it uh, for free and listen to us anywhere you can also hear us on iheart uh, the iheart app and that's uh, anywhere around the world appreciate that jared mees davis fisher and ted weirbach joined us in our number one we also touched on uh, well some of the news uh, hitting the airwaves and hitting the uh, internet websites out there as kenny roxon had partnered uh, with clinique we thought that was a a story that you know, deserves some attention after all that's money from outside the industry coming in to the industry and helping to uh, pay the way for so many of our guys. We like that a lot. Also, uh, we talked a little bit about some of the injuries that have taken place, and uh, hopefully Aaron Plessinger will be back and fully healthy ready for the season we're concerned of course about the injury uh that has befallen weston pike and there are many uh he is in a hospital in france we are told and uh, recovering but uh many surgeries to come to rebuild that young man and rebuild his face in particular there was a bad get off and then of course the bike that landed on him nothing intentional of course uh coming up in hour number two andy um andy De- uh Debrino. Debrino. I'm sorry, I don't have my glasses on. And, and Josh Hayes will be joining us. Uh, we'll start with our own Josh Hayes. Josh, how are you? I'm doing good, fellas. How are you guys doing? Well, you know, I called you our own Josh Hayes, and I think it's purely because of the total number of times you have appeared on this program. Is it a lot? I think so. Are you a new daddy? Tomorrow, one year. One year tomorrow. Sweet. Yeah. That means you are out of amateur status going pro. <laughs> yeah. I'm exhausted. How's, how's Melissa doing? You know, she is fantastic other than my my family. We were there for Thanksgiving. I think my little brother got, got her sick. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> but, so she's mad at the world and mostly me because I live in that world. Sure. Josh, can you count on one or two hands how many divers you've changed? Oh, no. Not even close. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like a stay-at-home dad. You know, and like he kind of has like two of them, really, because me and Melissa are both kind of amateur at it. So <laughs> we split it. We split it down the middle. You have like the, you take the pee ones. You, she takes the poopy ones. No, and and even <laughs> it, it, man, it gets worse than that. We're no cherry picking. <laughs> we, we're doing cloth diapers, so you got to clean them. Oh wow! You got to no- knock the poop off of. That's old school, baby. Not when they're not tootsie rolled and. You gotta you gotta go dunk and swish in the to- in the toilet and all kind of it, it's a mess. It's what? Fun. Yeah, hey, what are you doing? Hey, that is are that you, is old is that school. A, is that a California hippie thing or is that a no? I don't know. Mother Earth thing or what, dude? I, I tell you what, gross. Because when we tra- when we travel when we're at the races, we put him in disposables, yeah. and we do have more issues with the disposables than we do the other ones as far as his poor little behind. So it, he seems to prefer the. The cloth. Let's go quickly, changing the topic if we can. Chris, <laughs> Chris from the internet. Chris wants to know why you don't like uh, twins. Oh, I don't like twins. That's not the case. It's not that I don't like twins. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my opinion was just that uh, in professional racing, I wanted all the classes to perform at a very high professional level, and the introduction to the twins class in my opinion, was to, to get more on-track action going. I don't have any issue with it. Um, to me, uh, it just needs time to grow into becoming a professional class the way 
it was uh, a few times in the past. I believe Pro Thunder had built grown into a pretty big class, but right now, without you know any manufacturer support and things like that, and you're seeing ten year old motorcycles on the grid, uh, it, it doesn't have the feel of a professional event to me. Fair points uh, by the champ, Josh Hayes. That was Chris Parrish, by the way. Yeah, I, and uh, he's a champ. I'm a, he's a champ, <laughs> and I hate that I, I hate that I offended him because uh, he did a fantastic job, and and I did not mean to demean any of the work. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> it's uh, it those the, the class is what it is, and you're absolutely. I think you hit the nail on the head, Josh. Uh, Moto America was striving to do something. And they've took the most expedient, and it seemed, uh, you know, worthwhile direction. And the series was awesome. So as fans, I'm not complaining. But uh, your point. Well, I thought the idea was it would be an easy draw. It's one of the more popular classes at local club races. So absolutely, pull each of the all of those riders from those markets that we go and visit all over the place. We thought we'd have huge grids everywhere we went of all these guys stepping out and taking part in this pro event as well as sticking around and seeing the rest of the races. So uh, it was only a handful of them that were able to follow the whole series. And, there were, uh, it's just, it will take some time to grow, I think. Yeah. And at certain events, which we all saw, there were huge grids, but not yeah, at every yeah. single event. Right. Right. So and, and it's going to happen when something's new. You know, I understand that. Josh, you, uh, you're, you're getting used to your uh, duties as a father. It's been a year. Are you getting at all used to the fact that you're not racing because we remember distinctly talking to you some year ago and you being less than enamored with the idea of not actively campaigning? Are you still looking for a job that involves your right wrist or what? Um, I, I, if, if I found the right one, I definitely wouldn't turn it down. I miss it very, very much. Um it's it has settled in and uh you know i know that the opportunities are are few and far between uh there was a little bit of talk about that moto e that's going to go along with moto g gonna say that and uh i did reach out uh it it was kind of brought to me i did reach out that that grid has kind of filled up at this point but uh i did let them know that i was very interested and if something happens or comes along in the future to please keep me in mind so uh, I mean, I'm still going to be trying to figure out some way to be at the Moto America race. Wait, wait, wait. Josh, Josh Hayes calls and the grid's full. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it. I don't believe <laughs> well, it. I think you're... Well, I think my timing must have been probably a little late. You know, those guys are a little closer to the heart of uh, knowing how everything's going. Sure. And I think uh, I was a little slow on the uptake on getting to those guys. So I was still trying to work out what my life was going to look like and what kind of... Uh, affiliation and, and partnerships and relationship I was going to keep with Yamaha and kind of how things are going to go. So, so Josh, you uh, did some laps at the Dunlop tire test at Barber, right, on Westby's R1? I did. Uh, did that, is that something they asked you for some input, or uh, was it something Dunlop wanted some input from you, or is it just you taking an opportunity to, to ride a superbike and, and, and uh, remind everybody how fast you are? Uh, maybe a little bit of all those things. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, you know, the, the Westy guys, uh, Chuck and Ed and all, we're, we're all, Eve, Dustin, we're all pretty close. Trig, you know, we're, we're all pretty good, good friends. And we talk throughout the season. Of course, I would 
you know, chit chat with the team about what I see whenever I was out watching on the racetrack. And at some point they were just curious because there was a big discussion about electronics and so and so on and so forth. And so they, they just kind of wanted an opinion, a little bit of information. And so it became, it looked like it could work out that I could ride their motorcycle at that test. Dunlop got really excited about it and went ahead and put together a test plan and tires for me to ride on. And uh, because we always had a good relationship and they liked that, I think they had hoped to be able to utilize me more, but, uh, and it all just kind of worked out. And so it, unfortunately, um, I, I didn't get a whole lot of laps. Um, the team, I think, you know, had an idea of how it would go and it never goes to plan. Uh, and, and, uh, Matt had to do more laps probably and needed a little more attention and they thought they'd be able to step away from him and, and spend a little more time with me. And then I went off and broke the motorcycle pretty pretty quickly so nice. I, I got about 27 or 28 laps getting up to speed and, and i could definitely feel that as far as riding at that level i had been away from the motorcycle for a year i felt very rusty and uh you know felt like things were coming at me pretty quickly and kind of forgot how hard the brake forces and things like that are so a little bit of an eye-opener and, and a reminder that if i was going to get back into the game i have some work to do josh you uh the consummate professional that you are, I'm going to ask you a question that's maybe outside your realm, but he used to be your teammate, at least at one point. What do you think about the move of Josh Heron to the Yosh team? Uh, certainly he's qualified, I would have to say, but he wasn't really a name that not only myself, but really a lot of people in the industry were, you know, he wasn't the one that you would have thought was at the top of the list, but it sure looks like that's what's going to happen. Well, I mean, you know, his name has been synonymous with Yamaha for so long. I mean, he spent his entire career since he was 15 years old on factory Yamahas or a version of them other than a half a year in Moto2. So, you know, a lot of times that, that kind of just takes it right off the table, you know. Uh, I think the Stan Bowie deal came together really because Yamaha wanted to help Josh and, and they, they kind of put something behind it because he is one of their former superbike champions and such. Um, I'm, I'm, I have a lot of different feelings about it. I'm happy to see an American get the opportunity. I have nothing against uh, Massey Skoltz, Valentin DeBeast, uh, Marco Melander, whoever else was linked or talked about with that ride. I have nothing against those guys, but we only have four or five good seats in America right now, and I want to see Americans on those seats. Um, we keep talking about wanting guys in GP. If we can't get them on seats here in the U.S., we're never going to get them to there. Um, and, and filling both two of those seats with, with uh, foreigners, I thought was, man, I, I just didn't want to see that. But, um, you know, there is no question about Josh's talent. To me, he's one of he's a freak of nature as far as talent goes. It's just going to be a little bit interesting to see how he can put everything together to make it be successful because this is going to be one of the bigger changes in his career. And for me, what I saw on the racetrack this year was a new Josh Heron, one that we haven't seen before, one that I'd talked to him about what I thought he could do a long, long time ago. And I think the relationship with Richard Stamboli, having worked with him in the past, I think Richard was a very, very good, solid, confident, uh, person for him and helped shape him and get some of his best riding I've ever seen from him in 2017. So I think losing that is dangerous to me. Josh is going to have to take a bit of a gamble, in my opinion, getting away from Stan Bowley, who is really starting to get some good stuff out of him and be able to take that and continue to grow with it on his own 
in the Suzuki fold, and it'll be interesting to see if he's able to do that. So the Josh Heron going to Suzuki is a done deal? I'm not I, not that I know of, but you asked my opinion if you were to get that right. <laughs> so, oh, because there's also be kind of fun to see. It's not a hundred percent done, but okay. it's certainly tea leaves are pointing. I think there's other happening. guys though. That I it's, mean, we've got. The, I think we're a little closer to this being the real deal than. Uh, what about? Any, yeah, I don't know. I'm a little disconnected from it, so uh, he, I, I don't really know what's going on too much. He would be. I think Heron would be my second pick, honestly, for that team. Well, it's uh, again. I'm I'm reporting facts if that I are being were, reported. Uh, if and, I were, and if, if those the, prove to be wrong, I will have to eat crow along with the authors. If I were Don Sakakura, I would be taking a hard look at JRP again. Ooh. Oh, my Johnny God. Rock Page. Oh my Ooh. God! I can't even huh? believe he said his name. <laughs> oh, I can't even believe he. Don't you have to put name. like something I mean, in the square I, I jar mean, for that? There's got to be something about having a presidential candidate. On Bill, you know, like there's the spin. There it is. <laughs> I wonder, Josh. I wonder how how bored people are of my jokes because they're the same all the time. I just love taking. Hey, I, just, I, I look forward to emails. It. I get his weekly email. I do too. <laughs> it goes to my spam, but I still get them. And I, 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 I'm like, is it? Am I gonna open? What is like? I have to click on it, and then the it's, most recent one was pretty good about him and Ben Spees. Factory Ducati, Moto America, and at the last race, Ben would win the last race and collect the number one plate, which they would promptly put in the White House as their presidential. That is a special kind of imagination he's got. It was good. good. What planet do you think he's from? Hey, man. Got to dream big, I guess. I love it. Well, dream is the let's put extra emphasis on that word. Uh, next year, Josh, are you are you are you the ambassador still, a coach at? Uh... Yamaha? Things are changing. Things are changing. Yamaha has definitely, they're shrinking considerably. And uh, hence, uh, JD not being in the fold quite the same anymore. And so I'm, I'm also kind of part of that program. So I'm going to keep a relationship with Yamaha, but not through the racing department per se, though those guys are like family to me. Uh, my relationship will not really include the racetrack. Um, and uh, I'm in discussions. You know, I'm talking to Moto America, and I'm talking to a few other teams that are out there to see if they can use my services in any way. But uh, you know, we'll just—I I don't know how it's going to play out, what it's going to be like. I would imagine my wife still wants to race, so we're going to be around the racetrack in some way, shape, or form. But I got to find a way to afford the travel. She's pretty good at it too. I've seen her race. She is good at it. Yeah. And Josh, we, and we it's, like her. it's not just Yamaha that's shrinking. I'm sure you're well aware of what's going on throughout the industry. I mean, big news well, recently I, with uh, the World Superbike and Ten Cotty program. There's one no one would have guessed unless they had some insider hurt. information. I wouldn't have guessed that if you told me that two weeks ago at the last the event. The press release today was pretty interesting that they're going to sue Honda over a bankruptcy lawsuit for for uh, oh letting them know too late. So yeah. That was the press release out today. Yeah, and un- unfortunately goal. we've seen that happen with one Eric Buell, Buell Racing, Buell Motorcycles. Wait, what did EB, I miss? I didn't EB. catch that. Uh, I, can't, I can't imagine it's going to fly, but we'll see. I, I didn't catch that. Say it again, please. Uh, Tenkate uh, announced today that they're taking legal action against Honda wow. for because of the timing of when they let them go. They thought everything was good to go and were told on October 30th which was too late to do anything else, that uh, they weren't going to be included, that they were going to go to Althea and Morawaki. So. 
Yeah, but I mean, Milwaukee. I'm glad to see Milwaukee get it. And, and I assume that would be, that crew would be good. HRC is probably the party that will be named if that suit goes anywhere. Yeah, it's it, it's with the parent company in Japan, I believe. So we're gonna say that old old Ten Kate and and Honda are done. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like it's going well over there. Tenkati is uh, <laughs> if, they, if they're filing lawsuit on HRC, that's pretty much. I mean, like so. Let me ask you this: If you're Suzuki, Kawasaki, Yamaha, whoever, and you read a press release that a team files lawsuit because they didn't renew their contract, do you want to go? Eh, maybe I don't want to do business with them ever, ever. Well, let me just say, as a rider, as a rider, there was a time where I felt like I had uh, uh, something that I could go argue with Honda about after the Daytona 200. And there was potential for me to make a legal argument over how things were handled around that race. And I chose not to because I was afraid of becoming a pariah that no other manufacturer would touch if I got involved in that way. So, yes, I think that way. And I go, man, I I stay away from that for that. But I lost out in the same same time. It, It all worked out in the long run. And I ended up with a fantastic career, and I landed, I landed somewhere that's home for me now at Yamaha. So mm-hmm. it all worked out for me. But, yes, I, I would, I, I, if I were another manufacturer, I would look at that and go, yeah, yeah, well, don't want to deal with that after 18 years. I mean, divorces are bad, though, right? Yeah, they sure are. And I, to your point, ones. T- taking the high road is often the way to go. It's just so hard to see it sometimes. Uh, and, again, not only Tenkati in, in World Superbike, but – the unfortunate announcement by our very good uh, show friend uh, Danny Walker, the smooth talker, and the whole yeah, road racing pretty, factory. They're not going racing. Yeah, I'm pretty close with Danny, too, you know, and try to help with American Super Camp as much as I can. And, uh, yeah, to hear, he, he actually gave me a call and let me know what was going on. And, man, I, I was devastated to hear that. And, uh, you know, I've Man, I felt like we needed Honda in the paddock so badly. I do too. I, we all do. I, I, mean, I think it's a. I think it's a big loss for for, for our racing. whole American road racing scene. I mean, but where's Jake Gagne without Danny Walker? And I mean, Jake Gagne is a phenomenal talent. I mean, but we might not have gotten to see it develop. I want to be yeah, clear too. He broke that news on the show. Uh, oh, did he? Yeah. Just want to make sure people knew that. <laughs> And I have no idea where Jake's going to land. I, I actually called him a few times and I said, "Hey, what's going on?" Or that. And he goes, "I don't know. We're working on things." So, I'm, I'm, I saw that Eugene Laverty did land somewhere, uh, and uh, hopefully Jake can find a way to uh, stay over there another year. You know, I've, whenever I've discussed this with younger riders and and you know, even even Cam Bobier and some of those guys, you know, when Balancing the Beast came here. He was a foreigner who came here trying to steal our rides. And then he, he gets a couple of results and spends a couple of years here. He had to spend some money on his own to do it one year, did well enough to just, okay, it's not going to cost me any money, and he does pretty good again. And now he's being considered for one of the Yoshimura superbike rides, right? Wow. So here you've got, you got this guy who was one of them, and now he's one of us. He races a couple of years in our series. He's one of us. And that's what's going to happen for an American to go over there because they don't really want us there that bad. They don't really care. And no American people are going to spend American money to go over and race over there. So Jake's got to do what he did this year and then maybe gut it out another year until they feel like Jake is one of them. 
and they want to help him. They get to know him. They go, yeah, you're one of us. We want to help you. We know you're talented. We want to see you make it to the to the top. Right? He needs to go yeah. drop a leg on an MXGP bike and blow their minds like he did <laughs> over here. And uh, he'll he'll get yeah. European yeah. fans if he did something actually, like that. Actually, he may have better luck throwing his leg than, over than a, any a, of our riders a motocross did. track here than going over there because if you saw what happened at motocross I, the nations at redbud yeah it wasn't yeah. pretty wasn't so good for the united states and it's been that's kind of been the trend here lately so yeah, yeah, yeah. well uh josh you've you've uh imagine the phone rings and hey we've got a we've got a ride How, does it have to be a factory effort for for you to go racing again or or no, not at all and actually, there was a lot of excitement around the test with the Westby deal. And if, if the right people had gotten excited about it, you know, uh, maybe we could have made something work. I think we all would have enjoyed it, you know. And, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I, honestly, I don't know what it, would, what it would have to be. I know that it depends on what they expect. You know, like, I, I can't, I can't, I'm a human being, I'm a dad, I'm a, I'm a homeowner, I'm a this, I'm a that, right? Good so Lord. I have to find a way. To make it all work, to to be able to afford insurance and be able to afford, you know, my, my wife to go get her too. So I got to be able to afford a nanny that can afford me the time to get out and train and do the work that I need to do to be there and be ready to be a professional. Sure. So, uh, unfortunately, I hate to say that I'm expensive, but mm-hmm. I, I'm just I'm not. I, I can't do it for free. I can't do it cheap. Right. You know, I need I need a little help. The desire is there, but I I, I can't. I, I I did great racing in nearly the worst time in racing <laughs> so i did okay i'm happy i'm comfortable melissa and i have a fantastic life a nice home all this stuff but i'm not real cash heavy and rich you know i can't i can't just live a, a glamorous lifestyle because i never made that kind of money well that's radio that money, people that's our that job money, yeah <laughs> I, I made radio money not tv money hey wait a minute so. <laughs> uh do you think josh you, everything you just described sounds like you have a mortgage governor um, is that, uh, is that the tr- the case with jo- I mean, I wish I was slow like Josh Hayes these days, but you know what I mean? I mean, is it, do you, do you think that you could be, do you think you could be Josh Hayes when you get back on there and six months, a year, whatever, I guess you don't have six months, but if somebody I, called I, you tomorrow, listen, are you still pedaling? Are you still there or what? I, I'm, I'm definitely off, off considerably from what I was before. Um, it's all the desire and all the, the work ethic is all still inside of me. But I, I said, no one, no one steps away for a year and comes back the guy that they were when they left. And I don't think that I'm an exception to that. No, it and you're correct. Even Johnny Rock Page? And work. <laughs> Anybody. Yeah, he, he, yeah, I mean. Actually, he might be able to come back at the level. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's the dig we were looking for. He could come right back to that mid-pack also, performance. Also, you could too, PJ. Oh, yeah. Probably... I have hardly lost a step from being 10 steps behind. I have hardly lost one more. I was going to say something. I'm going to compliment you on that because you are very consistent, my friend. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is easy to be twenty percent slower than everyone you race. It is a very easy Nailed pace it. to maintain. Yeah, but you look at a story like Chad Reed. I mean, it's just it's so he, awesome. It is it's just yes. so awesome, incredible. And, and how, if you're not a fan of Chad Reed, what is he? Forty? He's seventy-two. Wow, he's actually seventy-two. And uh, looks good. Though. He's there. He still does it every day, all year, every year. That's so true. You're yeah. going to be able to maintain that. I've been at home. I have not been competitive in a professional, you know, 
actively professional deal. I've ridden 27 laps since December of 2016. Why? That does not maintain, because it hasn't been available. Why don't you guys go buy motorcycles and go to the track and do track days? Like the rest of the world. I said, I said, I haven't ridden at this level. I have a street bike. I have a street bike that I've tinkered around on Dunlop Q4s with, and I have a blast. Are you front braking or rear braking? (laughs) I'm sure on the Q4s he could embarrass everyone at a track day, but it's still not, to your point, Josh, you're not at a a competitive pace. I'm not out there trying to race Tony Elias. And to stay sharp at doing that, you have to stay doing it. So for me to come back, I think there are things that after watching for a year and Mm -hmm. coaching, the things that I remember that I was working on that I got away from towards the end of what was going on with me because I was concerned with other things. And if I could go back, I think I could clean some things up and do some things sure. technically better than what I was doing before. As what a rider, what, what about What about riding the front brake to the point where the back end comes up and you swing it around and you go the other way? Can you do? Yeah, no can you still do that? I have no problem with that. Okay. I have no problem with that. So That's you, not the issue. You're talking about, you're, you're talking about <laughs> technically speaking as a rider. Oh. There's things that you you I believe I could do better. Okay. But to ride at that intensity at for the amount of time that I did before is gets harder and harder to do without practice. We we train our minds as well as we train our bodies, right? Yeah. And I have not put my mind through the paces in that way in a long time. When I started racing, I had one or two corners on a racetrack that were mine and I could put 100% focus into and crush those corners. And over years I built it up to where I could do laps, and then I could do races with that kind of focus. Okay. And that's when I became a professional. But I haven't exercised that in a year. So I don't I think, think I've ever exercised it. <laughs> that would explain a lot of things, wouldn't it? I, think it would. <laughs> I don't know how I could go back and ride with the same intensity. You know, it would, I would have to build that again, and that would take time. Well, this interview brought to you in part by our good friend, uh, Melissa Paris and Baby. Uh, I do appreciate it, Josh. Thank you so much for joining us up against the clock. We do want to thank you and uh, keep us posted on what's coming up, will you? Sounds good. Thanks for uh, having me on again, guys. Hayes, I got to tell you, I got mad respect for you, and, and oh, I, yeah, I always appreciate you answering the phone I for us. I have mad love for It's been a long time yeah. we've had you on the show, and it's Scott does have mad love for you. It's, yeah. uh, it's kind of weird. It's, the, it's very weird, but you, you I have, appreciate it. There's hearts by your name in his phone. It's weird. But, uh, <laughs> thank you, guys. Yeah, really thanks, man. It. That's good, good and weird. This portion of our show brought to you by Wiseco Performance Products, carrying a full line of forged pistons, forged clutch baskets, clutch hubs, crankshaft, forged connecting rods, valves, and a lot more. Anything you need for motorcycles, ATVs, snowmobiles, PWC, outboard marine, and automobiles on the planet that we call Earth for one name, for one solution, it's got to be Wiseco. Look for a dealer near you or look for them online at Wiseco.com. Hi, I'm Dan. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.